Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today it is Sunday, November 8th, and I'm here to do my recap from all the games from week 10. Then there were some really exciting matchups, some upsets, and and just a great day for some football yesterday. So, so yeah. I'm going to recap the games and then talk about the new AP poll and give my thoughts on it. So let's get to it. Okay, so the first game I'm going to recap is a, was a Friday night game. We had the uh, number 11 Miami Hurricanes taking on the NC State Wolfpack. Miami won the game 44-41. to Dariq King had a crazy game game he was 31 of 41 for 430 yards in five touchdowns five touchdowns pretty crazy bailey hockman man he was 19 and 28 for 248 yards two touchdowns and threw a pick lean rusher was Dari king from miami he he's a dual threat and then lean rusher for nc state was ricky person jr and then Zonovan Knight had a had a touch Russian touchdown. Uh, Mike Harley had eight receptions for 153 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Mark Pope six receptions for 97 yards and a touchdown. D Wiggins seven receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. And Will Mallory six receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. Lane receiver for NC State was Amika Amizi with four receptions for 95 yards. Kerry Angeline had four receptions for 54 yards and a touchdown. Bailey Hockman, one reception for 31 yards and a touchdown. Wait, what? I, I I watched some of the game, but I didn't watch all of it. And they must, if Hockman had a reception, he must, they must have ran a, like, Philly special type play. Except I did I think I heard that. So, yeah. And then Devin Carter, three receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. Down lean tackler was Jalen Phillips with 10 tackles, one sack, one half tackles for loss, and a pass deflection. Shin lean tackler for NC State was Tyler Baker Williams with 14 tackles, and they have one pass deflection. Uh, DJ Ivy had a interception for Miami. Uh, Jose Borgales was 3 for 3 made a 38 yard field goal was 5 for 5 on extra points and Christopher Dunn 5 for 5 on extra points 2 for 2 on field goals Miami punted it 4 times and NC State 3 times Miami gets a big win here and not saying it will happen but if Clemson somehow loses another game Actually, now this is what hurts Miami, though. Though they they want a chance at the playoff, but I I, I have no idea what the rules are. And Miami, sadly, they don't play NC State because here's honestly what probably could have happened. NC. 
uh, if Miami uh, beat Notre Dame and then and then Notre Dame beat Clemson, obviously, today, there could have been a tie, a three-way tie, and there's my and there's I think there's would have been a a chance that Clemson uh, doesn't make the ACC championship if that happened. Miami they because of their loss to Clemson and Notre Dame, assuming they go undefeated, that that doesn't uh, help their chances or Clemson's or Miami's chances at making the the playoff. I mean, not the playoff. They're they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They, they would need a lot to happen. I meant the ACC championship. Yep. Uh, Zonovan Knight had a kick return for a touchdown. Down as well. I, I almost forgot to mention that. But Miami, they... They, they could go 9-1 and one or 10-1, and one, I think, because I think the ACC is playing 11 games, but yet still won't make the ACC championship, which is pretty crazy. Uh, next, and then the other game we have a uh, nine BYU taking on number twenty one Boise State, absolute blowout. Zach Wilson twenty one of twenty seven for three hundred fifty nine yards and two touchdowns. Then Boise State had three different players throw the ball. Cade Fennigan was through the most passes. He was fifteen and twenty six for one hundred eighty two yards and two touchdowns and one pick. Pick lean rusher was Tyler. Algier with 14 carries for 123 yards and a, two touchdowns. Lopini Katoa had eight carries for six, six yards and a touchdown. Zach Wilson, nine carries for eight yards and a touchdown. And Neil Pau, one carry for one yard and a touchdown. Lean receiver was Gunnar Romney with six receptions for 133 yards. And then Zach Isaiah, Isaac Rex had five receptions for 45 yards and two touchdowns. Khalil Shakir was the leading receiver for Boise State with 10 receptions for 139 yards. And then Andrew Van Burn was the leading rusher with 16 carries for 45 yards. Yards. Riley Wimpy was the leading tackler for Boise State. And Keenan Peely, Peely, uh, Bracken L. Bakari, or Bakri, L. Bakri. And then Isaiah Kafusi. What uh led were the leading tacklers for BYU with nine total tackles. Uh uh leading tackler for Boise State was Riley w- Wimpy with nine tackles, two tackles for loss. Scott Mat Matlock had one one and a half sacks for the day. Uh Caleb Christensen had a interception, and then Jake Oldroyd was one for one, made a forty-seven yard field goal, four for five on extra points, and then Jonah Dalmas was one for one, made it then two for two on field extra points. Now next game, game we got a an upset. We have a number four Notre Dame taking on number one Clemson. Clemson. Uh, they were without Trevor Lawrence. They get him back this week. Week. Uh, Notre Dame. This is probably their one of their biggest wins in school history. They have, they've won national championships, so it's obviously not 
but it's, it's probably their biggest win in the Brian Kelly era. Ian Book did not have the best game. He was 22 of 39 for 310 yards and a touchdown. Down uh, DJ Uwagalele was 29-44, 439 yards and two touchdowns. Not not too bad. Travis Etienne couldn't do a whole lot. He had 18 carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. And DJ had 13 carries for two yards and a touchdown. Um, Kyron Williams for Notre Dame had 23 carries for 140 yards and three touchdowns. Javon McKinley, five receptions for 102 yards. Avery Davis, four receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. Cornell Powell was the leading receiver for Clemson with six receptions for 161 yards and a touchdown. Armari Rogers, eight receptions for 134 yards and a touchdown. And then Davis Allen, two receptions for 19 yards and a touchdown. Clemson fumbled the ball three times. Notre Dame fumbled it one time. Leon Tackler was at Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa and Drew White. Both had nine tackles. Uh, Jeremiah had two and a half tackles for loss and a half a sack. And then Drew had one tackle for loss. Lean tackler for Clemson was Joseph Charleston. And Balin Spector had seven. Both had seven tackles. Uh, Balin, Balon had two tackles for loss. Pass deflection. Uh, B.T. Potter was four for four on field goals. And Jonathan Doer was four or five, made a 45-yard field goal. They, Notre Dame gets a big win for here. And honestly, assuming they win out and at least have a pretty close game against Clemson in the ACC championship, I, I think Notre Dame could still make the playoffs. They get even as long as they don't lose to anybody else except for Clemson, and he, and they can't get blown out like fifty-one nothing. But if they have a somewhat close game, I think they could make it. The playoff, the playoff race is slowly every week. Uh, another team's chances uh, goes down. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, big win for Notre Dame. Uh, the, if you saw, they were rushing the fields. Fans are excited. Uh, let me see. Do they have? They have one more home game for the rest of the year, though the students will be. Yeah, and I've. And I've heard this, and I don't know if it's true. True. Uh, or, well, this is true, but uh, Notre Dame, they only allowed students, staff, and I think parents to the game. And then all the students pretty much rushed the field after they beat them, which is exciting. And Brian Kelly, after the game, he, he literally was like, when we beat them, when we beat them, he told his players uh, during walkthroughs in practice, he was like, if after we win this game, uh, run to the tunnels and get away from everyone because obviously 
COVID right now is still a thing. Thing and for the players, and though I heard something that uh that uh they test all the students, so at least I think that helps a little bit. But still, I'm still uh, the players, the fans were. I feel like we're enjoying it a little bit more than the the players. Players, because the players were supposed to just run straight to the locker room. But yeah. Um. But it's still a big win for Notre Dame in that program. And next game we got a uh, Rutgers versus Ohio State. Ohio State won the game forty nine twenty seven. Ohio State pretty much dominated them the whole way. They had twenty eight points in the second quarter. It took their foot off the gas in the second half. Rutgers scored 18 points in the fourth quarter to make it a little bit closer but but yeah uh justin fields fields was 24 28 for 314 yards and five touchdowns downs noah verdahl was 21 of 32 for 165 yards yards and then johnny land langan was three of three had two yards and Threw a touchdown pass. They had three different people throw passes. I didn't. I didn't watch this game. Game. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco was seven. Had seven reception or seven runs for sixty-eight yards. Uh, Johnny Langan had five carries for fifteen yards and a touchdown. A tr- Master T twelve carries for sixty yards and a touchdown. Justin Fields six carries for seven yards and a touchdown. George Wilson. Had six receptions for 104 yards and a touchdown. Chris Olave, five receptions for 64 yards and two touchdowns. Jamison Williams, one reception for 38 yards and a touchdown. And then Jeremy Ruckett. Ruckert had four receptions for 29 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Giovanni Haskins had one reception for six yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rutgers fumbled it twice. Ohio State fumbled it one time. Lane Tackler was... Tough, tough Borland with six tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Uh, Lane tackler for Rutgers was Ola Kune Fatukasi. Had two tackles for loss and 13 tackles for the day. Day, uh, Julius Turner had three tackles for loss. Four tackles total. Uh... No interceptions in this game. Bo Melton had a punt return for a touchdown for Rutgers. And then... That was pretty much about it. Ohio State remains undefeated through three games. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Some people were like, oh, they let up 27 points to Rutgers, but... Well... It was in garbage time, I would say, so... I'm not gonna hate them too much those but hey, they shouldn't be doing that against other teams but hey I'll when in football the win comes first and then everything else so yeah next game uh, we had another upset though I don't know if you really consider it an upset it was a top 25 upset but Actually, I think it was because Georgia was favored. So technically, it was an upset. Though it was supposed to be a pretty good game. It was a Florida versus Georgia. Florida had a dominant first half. Uh, 
14 points in the first, 24 in the second, and then they had two field goals in the second half. Georgia had 14 points in the first. Looked like it was going to be a pretty good game, and then Florida just took over. Scored a touchdown in the second and third, but that that was about it. Kyle Trask, 30 of 43 for 474 yards, four touchdowns. Did have one interception. Uh, Damian Pierce, 15 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. And then Malik Davis, five receptions for 100 yards. Kyle Pitts, two receptions for 59 yards and a touchdown. Though I think he did get hurt, if I remember right. I could be wrong. I didn't watch this game game because I was during the Mississippi State game. But I want to say I, he got hurt, and I hope he's all right. Um, Georgia had a terrible day for quarterbacks. Stetson Bennett was 5 of 16 for 78 yards, a touchdown, but through an interception. Mathis, 4, reception, four for 13 for 34 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Here, here's what I, I want to find out. Uh, and I am a Georgia fan. They're my favorite team. Team and then Mississippi State. But what JT Daniels, and I'm not saying like, of course I'm not seeing practice, so I don't know everything and know everything. But but maybe JT Daniels isn't ready. Like he was coming off an injury, he just got cleared a couple weeks ago, and then. Bennett looked all right for some time, but that went downhill pretty quick. I hate to say, say, but so he was a five star, but I'm not saying that means anything. Okay, ra- ra- ratings mean nothing. There's, there's, there is a chance he, he, most five stars do pretty good, but that doesn't mean all of them do. So. So, yeah, Zamir White, pretty good day. Seven carries for 107 yards and a touchdown. Down, uh, Karis Jackson, three receptions for 48 yards and a touchdown. And Marcus Roz, Rosemey Jackson with one touch reception for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Stetson Bennett fumbled it as well. Uh, Nicobe Dean had 15 tackles for the day. Uh, Eric Stokes had a pick six. Sean Davis, Amari Bernie, Clear Elam, all three had interceptions. Oh, is he related to Matt Elam? I'm 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 curious. Where is it? Okay, uh, Clear Elam. Is he is he related to Matt Elam? It was a bust, but I'm pretty sure he went to Florida. Oh, oh, it's his uncle. His brother played, or his father played in the NFL and at Kent State. And then his uncle, oh, so that's his uncle. Interesting. So. Uh, let's see. Let's see, uh. Uh yeah, Georgia. T- t- 
And this is just proved another thing. Georgia has a really good defense, but just because you have a really good defense, like I hate to say this, and I'm always a defensive guy, but this year in college football, it's I feel like that's just the case. If if you have a good defense this year, it's not gonna mean a lot unless you have a good offense. If you have a good offense and a good defense, then that's great. But if you don't at least have an offense, it's it's gonna be trouble. And that's what I think I've started to realize. So Yeah, Georgia, they they are four and two right now. They only way they could uh, go to the SEC championship is they uh, they have to win out, obviously, and they need Florida to lose uh, two games somehow. They Florida has Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and LSU remaining on their schedule. Arkansas that could be a tough game. Vanderbilt, they should beat Kentucky. I I think I'm I think they can beat them. Tennessee, uh, they'll for sure beat LSU. Uh, they're pretty much the same team. Team honestly, they have a really good offense, but terrible defenses. So. Uh, next. Next, next game. Game. Uh, we we have a uh, Houston versus Cincinnati. Houston, uh, Cincinnati won thirty eight to ten. Ten Cincinnati. Another great defensive performance. Did just enough on offense. Had a really good rushing attack. Attack. Uh, for they had three hundred forty two yards on the ground. Ground. Uh, Garrett Dokes had 16 carries for 184 yards and a touchdown. Desmond Ritter, 12 carries for 103 yards and two touchdowns. And then he had 162 yards, a touchdown, but an interception through the air. Uh, Clayton Ta, Toon, 24-34 through an interception. Uh, Kyle Porter had 16 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown for Houston. Lane receiver was Nathaniel Dell with three receptions for 60 yards. Michael Young had four receptions for 47 yards. Josh Wild, five receptions for 38 yards and a touchdown for Cincinnati. Uh, Brian, Brian Cook and Gerald White were the lane tacklers for Cincinnati with nine tackles. A lane tackler for Houston was Derek Parrish with nine tackles for the day. Uh, Hassan Apolite had an interception for Houston and Cincinnati. Derek Forrest had an interception. Shin, uh, Houston had punted seven times, Cincinnati four times. Cincinnati had a big second quarter with 21 points. And then that was pretty much the rest of the game. Uh, Cincinnati's having a really good year. Some people say they could be in the playoff conversation. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it at all. They're playing really well. Really well. How many games do they have left on their schedule? They they have four, three, four games. 
Uh, I think, I think, I think they have a chance. They're they're gonna need some upsets to happen. I think for them to make it, but I think they should at least be in the conversation. Not saying they'll make it, and I that's not because they don't deserve it, but it's just because they're a group of five team, and there's just this thought. Always around that a group of five team can never beat a power five team, and it's just that that's the thing I hate hate okay, yes, typically group power five teams are better than group of five teams, typically not always and that's the thing they I realized there's a difference between typically and always. If they were always better, then yeah, okay, okay. Then I can I can see the argument. Like if I, they've never I don't know, but big win for Cincinnati. Next game was Texas A&M versus South Carolina. There's not too much to talk about here. Uh, A&M just dominated this game. Kellamon, pretty good game. Not sixteen to twenty six, two hundred twenty four yards and four touchdowns. Colin Hill had two interceptions. Uh, Kevin Harris couldn't get anything going. Isaiah Spiller, 18 carries for 131 yards. Yards. Uh, Kellen Mond had six carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. And then Devontae, Devon Achane had three, 13 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. Devon also had two receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Whit- Wittemer... Winnemeyer had three receptions for 35 yards and two touchdowns. Ania Smith, three receptions for 22 yards and a touchdown. And Max Wright, one reception for 42 yards and a touchdown. Luke Doley recovered. Ardotti fumbled it. Lane Tackler was Keldrick Carpenter and Miles Jones with four. And then Jalen Foster and Jamie Robinson were Lane Tacklers with seven. Uh, Leon O'Neal Jr. and Keldrick Carper both had a interception. And yeah, Texas A&M dominated. They're number seven or six. Are they six or six? They're number seven. Uh, I, think, I think they're five now. I'll have to double check that later. But, but yeah. Uh, next game, we got Stanford versus Oregon. I didn't watch this game either. Either uh, let's let's see. Okay, Stanford scored in the first and fourth. Oregon pretty much controlled the whole game. Uh, Tyler Show, seventeen to twenty six, two hundred twenty seven yards, one touchdown, one pick. Did have eighty five yards and a touchdown on the ground though. Uh, C.J. Verdell, really good running back. At 20 carries for 105 yards and a touchdown. Down. Uh, Lane Rusher for Stanford was Austin Jones with 20 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. Jack West was starting for Stanford. What? Oh! I... I didn't even know this. I'm like, I'm like, where's David Mills? I was like, did he? 
leave or is he injured? But no, he he had he got COVID. That, that that's that's terrible. Especially for the Stanford team. Team is is a really good quarterback and but that, that that's a huge loss for them. And their quarterback play yeah, they they proved they were hurting with him. Uh let me see what else. Um and yeah, that was pretty much about it. Oh my. Stanford's kicker. He needs some help. Oh for four. Jet jet toner. Oh for four. I saw him missed one field goal, but oh for four that and okay, let's see. Okay, he missed a twenty to twenty nine. Yeah, thirty thirty nine. Yeah, forty to forty nine. F that it those can happen. If for college kickers, anything under forty yards, I think should be makeable. I'm not saying they should make every kick, kick because that's that's. But it, they. You gotta make make those kick. Let's see. Let's see. In years past, twenty seventeen, he was five of seven, nine for ten, seven of eight. He was eight, twenty of twenty six, fourteen of fifteen, twelve of sixteen. Yeah, but or yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to get some help there. I don't know. Do you have another kicker or something? Like they. Kickers have bad games, and I get that. But if this keeps up, you might want to look somewhere else. The next game, we have a big upset again. Maybe I don't know. I th- I think Michigan was favored. I believe uh, Indiana won the game thirty-eight twenty-one. Uh, dominated pretty much. Michael Penix Jr. thirty of fifty for three hundred forty-two yards and three touchdowns. Stevie Scott had twenty-four. Carries for 97 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Joe Milne, 18 of 34, 344 yards, three touchdowns with two picks. Ronnie Bell had a great game, six receptions for 149 yards and a touchdown. Ty Fry Fogel had seven receptions for 142 yards and a touchdown. And then Wap Filer, Filior. Had 11 receptions for 79 yards. Uh, Brad Hawkins was the lane tackler for Michigan. Lane tackler for was Reese Taylor for Indiana. With two tackles for loss, a sack. Seven tackles total. Jalen Williams and Devon Matthews both had an interception. And Indiana gets a big win here. 3-0 for the first time since, I think, like, 82, it said. I don't, I don't even know. It was, like, for a long time. And I saw something. It was their first time beating Michigan since, like, 87, I think. Big win for Indiana right there. They're they're, they're looking really good this year. Honestly, we'll we'll see what they can keep doing there. There they play Ohio State in two weeks. That that, that game is most likely going to determine the – the SEC or not SEC, uh, see, uh, or the Big Ten East. 
that that's games most likely. Uh, Rutgers, they're one and two. Michigan, it's one and two. Um, Michigan State's one and two. Uh, uh, Maryland's two and one. I, two and one. Penn State's zero and three. I believe. So yeah, so it's it looks like at this moment it's gonna come down to Indiana. It depends what uh they can. Maryland, they have one loss, so they potentially could. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, but you never know. They, we'll see how they continue to play. But yeah, I would still go with Ohio State for that game. But we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, next game, uh, we have Ohio Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. Oklahoma State won the game twenty to eighteen. Kansas State was uh, stop was holding uh, Oklahoma State pretty much the whole game, but thanks to thirteen points in the third and a seven points in the fourth, fourth uh, Oklahoma State was able to take the lead to win the game. Sanders fourteen of twenty three for hundred yards, hundred eight yards. LD Brown had fifteen carries for hundred ten yards. Chuba had six carries for thirty one yards. I don't know what's going on with. With him, they I don't know if they had a plan to shut him down or just had a bad game. Will Howard, the quarterback, was had 14 carries for 125 yards, but was not good in the passing game. It was 10 of 21 for 143 yards, a touchdown and one pick. Um, Brent Presley, Brent, or Brennan Presley had one carry for nine yards and a touchdown. Wall, what's going on with? Wallace, he didn't play at. Did he play at all? Because I don't see him on the receiving list. Uh, lean receiver was Sammy Wheeler with one reception for fifty-eight yards for Kansas State, and then Dylan Stoner with seven receptions for sixty-two yards. Yards. Uh, Will fumbled it twice. Spencer fumbled it once. Lane tackler was. Eamon Agabagabeme, I, I can't pronounce that, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, he had eight tackles, a tackle, and one and a half tackles for loss. And tackler was Elijah Sullivan and Jerron uh, McPherson with seven tackles. Uh, Wyatt Hubbard had two and a half sacks and three, ta- three and a half tackles for loss, five tackles total. Trey Sterling had an interception. And yeah, Oklahoma State was down early, but was able to come back and and win that game. They're trying to win the Big Twelve or Big Twelve championship. Oh, I, oh, I forgot what I was gonna do last week. I just realized this. I was I remember I said I was going to uh, look at that scenario to see how there could be a nine-way tie for first place in the Big Ten, but. <laughs> Our big 12, 12, but I'm, I'm curious if, if, if it can still happen. I'll, I'll have to check that because that'd be, that'd just be the most 2020 thing to happen. A nine way tie for first place. I don't know if that means your conference is bad or if everyone's good. 
everybody takes different things. If teams are close, they they some people think they're bad. Sometimes they're spread apart. Some people think they're good. Some teams are good. It it, it really depends sometimes. Uh, Coastal Carolina had fourteen or won the game twenty three to six against uh, South Alabama. South Alabama had two field goals. Uh, Coastal Carolina scored fourteen points in the first, and then didn't didn't need to do a whole lot for the rest of the game. 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 Uh, Grayson McCall, seventeen or twenty four for two hundred nine yards and a touchdown. Down. Uh. C.J. Marble, three receptions for 21 yards and a touchdown. Coastal Carolina had two fumbles. That's that's not good. Teron Jackson had 10 tackles, two and a half sacks, two and a half tackles for loss. Lost. And able to get the win. They remain undefeated. And who do they have for the rest of their schedule? Ooh. Okay, two... Two of their last four opponents are pretty good opponents. Appalachian State and Liberty. That 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 will be a good game. Honestly, that that's that might be the game. College game day goes to that's away. Honestly, uh, well, this week they're going to the Masters, so not really going to any game. So I'm I'm curious. Now the this this year it's it's a crazy year. So and crazy year and it, it's it's a little weird about some of the game, places they go to so, uh but yeah coast carolina seven and zero right now playing really well uh next game we have umass versus marshall there's not a whole lot to talk about this game marshall just obliterated umass umass uh, I think I said this last week when I was making my predictions. Just has never really been a good football team. And last year they won one game against Akron, and that was about it. And Akron went <laughs> didn't win a single game. And yeah, seven punts. Quarterback was twelve of eighteen for ninety nine yards to throw a touchdown. Down. T- only 41 rushing yards the whole game. Not good at all. Grant Wells, pretty good game. 21-30 for three touchdowns and 228 yards. Brennan Knox, 14 carries for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Xavier gained seven receptions for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Eli Neal, seven, recept- seven tackles for... Half a sack and one and a half tackles for loss. Loss. Sam Burton had one and a half t- sacks. Um, yeah, they just dominated this game. Marshall remains undefeated. As I said, there's 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 a lot of so far. There's a lot of a uh, really good group of five teams this year. A uh, next next game we have a. Uh, Iowa State versus Baylor. Iowa State won the game 38-31. Baylor started off the game pretty well. And look at for a time, it looked like they were going to beat uh, Bay- Iowa State. At one point, it was just 21-0. But Iowa State came back 
had a strong second half and was able to win the game. Brock Purdy was didn't have the best game. He was 15 of 24 for 164 yards, three touchdowns with three picks. Brees Hall, 31 carries for 133 yards. Yards. Uh, yards. Iowa State. State. They they had fight in them and they were able to come back in this game. Game. Uh, Jalen Petir for uh, Baylor had a pick six. Anything else noticeable? Uh, I didn't. I. I didn't watch this game, but I was just checking my phone for updates. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, Iowa State five and two right now. Big win, Baylor. Like I said last last week, they're just going downhill. Unfortunately, right when they were doing well, they they just start to fall back downhill. Next game. It's a uh, we have SMU versus Temple. Temple had a strong, had, was had a big lead, or well, not really a big lead. He had a thirteen point lead for some time. SMU had a had a rough first half, but they had a strong second half. Had thirty seven points in the second half, and was able to win the game forty seven to twenty three. Shane Bouchelle had three hundred fifty five yards and four touchdowns. Downs uh Bentley the fourth had seventeen carries for seventy nine yards. Yards. Uh Tyler Page had nine receptions for 131 yards and two touchdowns. And then Kylan Granson had six receptions for 149 yards and two touchdowns. Or I mean or one touchdown. Down. Uh, nothing really got going for Temple. Temple they Yeah, they did not have a whole lot going for them. Temple not off to a good year. So far, they're one and four. SMU seven and one. So wait, wait, let me see who's so in the ACC or AAC. There's SMU seven and one. You have Cincinnati, who's gonna go. Memphis, I think, has two losses. Um, I have no idea what's going on for their other games. Uh, other teams, I'll I'll have to check on that. Maybe maybe I'll talk about that in today's episode or tomorrow's episode. We'll we'll see what we have time for. Um, but yeah, big win for SMU. Eight. Offense did really good. Defense pretty good in the second half. Uh, next game we have Kansas versus Oklahoma. Not too, not a whole lot to talk about. The final uh, Oklahoma won sixty-two to nine. Spencer Rattler did not did not do it <laughs> a whole lot. He was fifteen to twenty-seven. Had two hundred twelve yards, one touchdown, one interception. But then I th- it looks like they pulled him. Uh, Jalen Daniels, starting quarterback for Kansas, terrible day. Five, five and a half QBR. That, that that's bad. He was eleven of thirty-one, had one hundred fifteen yards and two interceptions. 
Sessions, uh, not there's uh, Mahandre Stevenson had 11 carries for 104 yards and two touchdowns. Down Spencer Rattler had a rushing touchdown. Austin Stoger had three receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Mims, two receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. Spencer Rattler fumbled it. Same with Brad, Brendan Radley. Huh? Line, uh, and then Miles Kendrick fumbled it. Uh, Kyron Johnson for Kansas had two sacks. Pretty. Good. That's about the only positive thing I can see. See from their defense, uh, Marcus Stripling, Isaiah Thomas, and Ronnie Perkins. All three had one and a half sacks, and Nick Bonito had three sacks for the day. Nine sacks. They they had eleven tackles for loss. Nine sacks and seventy eight total tackles for the day. Pretty good day. Uh, Brendan Radley and Trey Brown had both had an interception. And yeah, Kansas punted it nine times. Oklahoma. Yeah, Kansas. I I think they have Les Miles back. I wasn't paying attention to that game because I knew it would be a blowout. But, yeah. Next game we have a USC versus Arizona State. I picked Arizona State with an upset. And they could have pulled it off. But USC had a strong fourth quarter and was able to win the game 28-27. to Jaden Daniels did not have a good game. 11-23 for 134 yards. In a touchdown, though he did have 11 carries for 111 yards on the ground. Uh, DeMonte Trey, Trey um, had 12 carries for 84 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Kadon Slovis, 40 of 55 for 381 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Sin uh, Rashad, Richard Rashad White, three receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. Drake London had one touchdown. Down Amon Ross, St. Brown, seven receptions for 100 yards. Uh, Drake London, eight receptions for 125 yards and a touchdown. Down USC fumbled it three times. Same with Arizona State. Evan Fields had 17 tackles. He was all over the field for Arizona State. Uh, Jermaine Loyal had one and a half sacks. And two and a half tackles for loss, two pass deflections, and six tackles total. Pretty good day for him. Uh, not a whole lot from USC on defense. Uh, Merlin Robertson had eight interceptions. And, yep, yeah, Arizona State had the game, but, but wasn't able to win it in the end. Well, I'm, I'm curious. So 20, 27 points. Let me go back. Seven, four, t- oh, because field goals. Yeah, oh, okay. I was like, did they miss an extra point? But no, they had two field goals. Okay. Uh, we have two more games to talk about. We have uh, West Virginia versus Texas. Texas offense cannot do a lot this game. At 17 points total. West Virginia had 13. I don't know if it's just because both teams had bad offenses or they're just playing really good defense. I didn't. I didn't watch this game. Big Ten or Big Twelve defenses have been a lot better this year. Sam Ellinger not the best game. Fifteen to thirty-one, one hundred eighty-four yards, but did have two touchdowns. 
uh, Bijan Robinson, 12 carries for 113 yards. Jared Doge, 35 of 50 for 317 yards. Yards. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Texas punted six times. West Virginia punted it five times. And Texas, they got they got a nice win for them, five and two right now. So that's that's good for them. But they aren't back yet. Now this is the game I, I really want to talk about: Liberty versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was like a sixteen point favorite. Pretty crazy. That's that's probably the largest spread for a uh, unranked for for a game where the unranked team was at favored favored they have been favored before but not by i don't think by 16 or 17 points versus a a ranked team uh liberty liberty won the game 38 to 35 now this is now this is pretty pretty uh Malik Willis was 20 a 30 had 217 yards and three touchdowns and then 108 yards on the ground and another touchdown. Down he he had a great game. Hernan Hooker, 20 of 27, 217 yards, three touchdowns and 20 carries for 156 yards on the ground. He he carried that offense. Uh, Trey Turner had a pretty good game. Six receptions for 100 for 90 yards and a touchdown. Down. Uh, Virginia Tech had two fumbles. Liberty fumbled it four times. Willis fumbled it four times. He. You can't only lost two of them, but still, that's you, you can't be having those turnovers. And if he didn't have that, if he didn't fumble all those, who knows what would have happened? Maybe they would have won by more. But not, nevertheless, he had a great game. So this is what happened: uh, Liberty was playing Virginia Tech. Liberty drove down. I was kicking a field goal, and Virginia Tech blocked it and returned it for a touchdown. However, that play didn't count because Virginia Tech tried to ice the kicker. They blocked the field goal, but because they called a timeout, it, that play never happened. And and then on the next try, he he made the kick and won. What, what was it? It was a 51-yarder, I think. That, that's a long kick, especially for a college kicker. And Liberty remains undefeated. Gets a big win in Blacksburg. Virginia Tech have fallen down right there. They just struggle so much against nap, non-Power 5 teams. And I even said that. But, yeah, big win for Liberty. And then the other game was Houston versus, I mean, Wisconsin versus Purdue, but that game was canceled. Uh, Wisconsin still trying to recover from COVID. I've heard something that they might sit out the rest of the year, which, well, it's good and bad because, well, if they miss one more game, they are pretty much eliminated from the the, uh, Big Ten Championship. And that's, and then Wisconsin for a program like them, they, they, they want to compete for that. 
So, and we've only seen them play one game. But in that one game, they looked really good. And maybe this team had potential. I'm not saying they did, but at least in the one game, they did. And hope I hope they don't cancel it. I hope they get it control under control. They play Michigan this week, I think. Yeah, assuming it doesn't get postponed, and hopefully that doesn't happen. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, recap or talk about the new AP poll that came out today. Number one, we have Alabama. They had a bye week, week, but they moved up due to uh, Clemson losing. Number two, Notre Dame. They move up two spots after uh, beating Clemson. A big win there. Number three is Ohio State. They they remain the same. They they beat Rutgers, but but they they felt like the win, Notre Dame win had a little bit more. And a lot of some Ohio State fans are mad about it, but it's here's it, I I wouldn't be because because I I think they did uh, right. I'm not. I'm saying maybe potentially, potential-wise, Ohio State might be better. Might be better. However, they've only played three games. Notre Dame's played seven. And Notre Dame, uh, they beat a big opponent right here. Ohio State, uh, they beat... And I'm not saying they're bad. Let's see, they beat Rutgers, who's one and two right now. And, of course, there's only three games, so... So, yeah. Uh, they beat uh, Nebraska, who who's I don't I don't even did they I don't even know what did Nebraska play this week? Who did? Or oh, they were supposed to play Wisconsin. No, no, no. Purdue was so. It, let me let me see who who Nebraska was supposed to play. Oh, they played. Northwestern and lost. Okay. I see. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And then they beat Penn State, who's 0-3 right now. So. So, yeah. It's. So uh, it makes sense. So I, th- I think I think. So I think they made the right decision. Some people can argue, it it probably could go either way, but yeah. Uh, next game. Texas A and M. Our number four is Clemson. They fall three spots after losing. Uh, they look. They get Trevor Lawrence back this week, which is nice. He didn't. He couldn't. They, he was cl- cleared from COVID. However, he the reason and people were like, "Why is he on the sidelines?" Uh, it was because uh, he supposedly he's been cleared from COVID. However, they needed to run tests on him to make sure he, what nothing was damaged from COVID because that's the thing. Thing a lot of people survive from it, but it, it can still cause problems for you. So yeah. Um, 
next next team's uh, Texas A&M. They move up two spots. They crush South Carolina, and they were able to move up. Number six, Florida. Some I don't. Some Florida fans are mad. They're like, "Oh, we beat Georgia, but why? Why did we? Why are we under Texas A&M when they didn't play? Well, Texas A&M did beat them, so." So I think that that more reason to do do with it. Florida's playing pretty well, and also Texas A&M's played more games. So yeah. Uh, number f- and then yeah, number six is Florida. They beat Georgia this week. They got a big win. Only losses to Texas A&M. They if they if they can win out, then they. They have a chance for the playoffs. They would have to beat Alabama, most likely, unless they somehow lose two of their next four games. I, which I don't see as possible. I don't, let me see. Let me see who who they play the rest of the season. They play LSU. I I think they can. They'll beat them, but you never know. It is a rivalry game, so Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I think they'll beat Kentucky. Auburn, it is the Iron Bolt. Arkansas, I think they can still they'll still beat Arkansas, but you never know. So I can three of those four, I think are potential, but probably highly unlikely. There, it, it's very unlikely that they'll lose two games. So I I wouldn't count on. On uh, Texas A&M making that SEC championship, but it then again it is twenty twenty after all. <laughs> uh, number seven Cincinnati, they're six and zero. They beat uh, Houston this week, playing really good football right now. Number well that was seven seven I meant. Uh, number eight is BYU. They uh, destroyed uh, Boise State right now. It's making an argument for. To try to go to a big, a group, a big bowl game this year, so, and they they're proving it. They they play North Alabama this week, who I, which should I believe should be winnable. And then San Diego State, eh, they did lose to San Jose State this week, eh, but maybe San Jose State's a lot better this year. But. But last year, San Diego State was really good. And then, uh, okay, next game team, uh, we have number nine, Miami. They beat North Carolina in a close game. They still moved up two spots. And Wait, who who fell that would have made a move up? Oh, oh I see. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Uh oh I see okay I see who fell. Uh, Georgia and Wisconsin both fell. Um, yeah Miami won won the game, six and one right now, trying trying to make an argument or trying to make that ACC championship. I I I'll have to look at all the scenarios, but I it it might be a challenge for them to make it. If they played Notre Dame and then beat them, then that that would make 
make it a little bit interesting. It would have been like uh, the Big 12 uh, three-way tie in like 2007, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Indiana. They move up three spots, played, uh, dominated Michigan, and playing really good football this year. Number 11, Oregon. They move up one spot. They finally played their first game. Parents dominated, won the game, and they finally moved up a spot. Number 12, Georgia. They dropped seven spots. I played terrible against uh, Florida. They, they, only way they can make, make the bowl game, or not make a bowl game, well, they'll make a bowl game, there, there's no doubt about that, but even if they lost the rest of their games, just because it's Georgia, they, they would make a bowl game, but, um, but yeah, only way they can win the SEC championship, their playoff hopes, I think, are pretty much done done only in this it's they would need uh, in even this i don't even think would be enough they would have to win out the rest of their games they would need florida to lose two games and then they would have to be alabama and even with that i don't i don't even know if that would be enough though then again well they would redeem the alabama loss and then they lost to florida so maybe it that's 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 a lot asking for so and it's not likely, so I'm not going to say that will happen. But there's there's still a chance, Un- very unlikely, but still a chance there. Number thirteen, Wisconsin. They fell three spots. They haven't played for two weeks because of a COVID outbreak, and who knows what's going on with that team. Hopefully, they get stuff figured out. Uh. 14s Oklahoma State. They played uh, Kansas State. Had a rough first half, but second half turned things around and won the game. 15 Coastal Carolina. Uh, they remain the same. Uh, they beat South Alabama. Yeah, South Alabama. 16 Marshall. They beat UMass, or should I say dominated UMass. 17 Iowa State. Uh, had a rough first half, but was able to turn around and and won the game, win the game. So, so they they stay the same. Eighteen Oklahoma, they move up one spot after dominating against Kansas. SMU, they they dropped SMU one spot. They didn't they? Who they play? Temple. Yeah, they dominated against Temple. Maybe because it was the slow first half, first quarter. I don't know. But, or was it because Oklahoma looked really good? I, I don't know. But still. Number eight, 20s, USC. At, they didn't move a lot. They they had to come back and win. But nevertheless, they won. So that's good for them. 21s, Texas. They move up one spot. Spot. Uh, after beating... West Virginia. Uh, 22 Liberty. They move up three spots after beating Virginia Tech. Big win right there. There they they'll play. Who they play the rest of the season? They play NC. They play Western Carolina. 
NC State, UMass, and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, tough game. NC State, tough game. And even if they finish 7, 8, 9, and 9-2, that's still a great year for Liberty. NC State, that will... That could be a tough game. But you never know. Uh, 23 is Northwestern. They are 3-0. They dominated their first week against Maryland. Had a close game against Iowa. And then won by 8 points against Nebraska. Uh, 24 is Auburn. They did not play last week. They're 4-2 right now. They They'll play... They'll play. Oh yeah, Mississippi State this week. Duh. Duh. I should know that. Um, and then Louisiana, they're six and one. They, after their only loss to Coastal Carolina, they are back in the rankings. After uh, beating Arkansas State. And then teams receiving votes: North Carolina. They they played Duke, I think, in one. Army. They... Army, I don't think they played last week. Uh, Tulsa. I can't, I can't remember if they played... They played or not. Uh, uh, let's... Wait, let me see. Okay. Wait, Army. Did Army play it? Hold on, let me double check. Army, they... Did they play this week? Uh... Oh, oh, they were supposed to play... Oh, yeah, yeah, they were supposed to play Air Force, but that game was postponed. I forgot about that. Uh... Uh, Tulsa, they played... Their game was postponed against Navy. Um, Utah, they won their game, I believe. Let me double check. I believe they won their game. Uh, or was it actually, no, wasn't it canceled, postponed? Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to play Arizona and it was postponed. Uh, Washington... They, their game was postponed. They were supposed to play Cal, Arizona State. Uh, still receiving votes. Had a close game. Lost by one point. Purdue, eight. Their game was postponed last week. They are so far undefeated. Indiana's having a great year, like the state of Indiana for football. Everyone's undefeated, except for Ball State. They lost to Miami of Ohio. So. Uh, but everyone else undefeated. Uh, uh, number uh, Wake Forest is receiving votes. Uh, I don't think they played last week. Did let me see. Did they? No, they they did not. So they had a bye week. Uh, Boise State they got crushed. Appalachian State they. One, I think. Did they did they play last week? Yeah, they played Tech State and dominated. 
And then Maryland, they crushed Michigan State. Cal, they their game was postponed. Nevada, they they won, right? Uh, did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They because they crushed Utah State and then they fired their coach. Yeah. So those are all the the teams and the eight people. I want to thank you guys again for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow at seven p.m. Central with with uh, the updates from the or with my predictions for this week in college football. And then yeah, Monday Monday and Tuesday I'm going to do my NFL recap and predictions. And yeah, we'll go from there. There I'm going to uh, try to do my and I'll just let you all know I'm going to do my best to try to try to uh, uh get everything out on time. Time my podcast this week this week and then next week it might be a little bit short i'm gonna because uh, i have a finals to study for finals start next wednesday for me so and this week i'm gonna try to start studying a little bit so yeah yeah but but i'm still gonna but during my free time i'm going to uh, do my podcast for you guys so so yeah hope you guys have a great day stay safe uh have a great week week and and yeah this week this uh some of the nfl games are on right now while i'm recording this so and i can't wait to recap that that tomorrow or i mean tuesday tuesday so so yeah have a great day and Hale State, go Bills. Oh, and I forgot to mention, and uh, Mississippi State be Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, uh, I didn't really talk about because it, it wasn't a top twenty-five game, and but uh, we beat Vanderbilt, uh, which is good. We got win another win for the season, and then we can play Auburn next week. So at least I'll be able to talk about the game. So yeah. Go Bills and Hale State.